Hey, Cornerstone family, it's March the 11th. I don't know about you, but I'm enjoying this daily time together through the podcast, through the scripture reading, through the worship, and we're just getting such great feedback from those of you who are availing yourselves of these resources that we're putting out there each and every day, and we hope that you're enjoying it. And in the next couple of weeks, we're going to have some guests that will come, not really guests, people that are a part of our team that you'll find familiar voices, but that are going to help me to bring this podcast to you over the coming weeks. But today, I want to jump over to those of you that are reading the New Testament plan and to those of you that are reading the whole Bible plan, and you are reading Acts chapter 1 through 6. And I just want to focus on five verses at the beginning of Acts and really set the stage for a story that includes all of us. And so let's just read beginning in Acts chapter 1, beginning in verse 1. In my first book, I told you, Theophilus, about everything Jesus began to do and teach until the day he was taken up to heaven after giving his chosen apostles further instructions through the Holy Spirit. During the 40 days after he suffered and died, he appeared to the apostles from time to time, and he proved to them in many ways that he was actually alive, and he talked to them about the kingdom of God. Once, when he was eating with them, he commanded them, Do not leave Jerusalem until the Father sends you the gift he promised. As I told you before, John baptized with water, but in just a few days you will be baptized with the Holy Spirit. There's an English playwright by the name of Alan Bennett who wrote a famous play about a well-known king in England. During the 18th and 19th centuries, there were four British kings in a row named George. And the third George, George III, was rather a madman. And so Bennett's play was called The Madness of George III. It makes sense. He was the third George, and he was mad. So the play was called The Madness of George III. You might be wondering where I'm going with this, but they wanted to make a movie about that. And the movie makers had a problem because moviegoers are used to sequels and trilogies. And so if they heard The Madness of George III, they would think they missed two movies. They would think there must have been a Madness of George and a Madness of George 2 for there to be a Madness of George 3, just like Spider-Man and Spider-Man 2 and Spider-Man 3 and so on, or how many ever Rockies there are today. And so the title would have been confusing if they had named it after the play. So instead, they just called the movie The The Madness of King George. And the opening paragraph of the book that we just read, the book of Acts, clearly and solidly, unlike Bennett's play and film, clearly introduces the book of Acts as a sequel. This is the continuation, Luke says, of the Acts of Jesus. And so this is, if if you wanted to name this book, if the Gospels, Matthew, Mark, Luke, and John, are the deeds and teachings of King Jesus, this would be the deeds and teachings of King Jesus too. This would be a sequel or Jesus, Jesus, the sequel. And so it's rather interesting that Luke is very clear about that because we often call this book the Acts of the Apostles. But the reality is Acts is, yes, it's the Acts of the Apostles. It's the story of Paul's missionary journeys. It's the story of the founding of the early church. But the reality is Acts is a continuation of the story of Jesus. And whenever the disciples go out and act, we should think of it as a continuation of the Acts of Jesus or Jesus the second, if you will. And so it's a really interesting place for us as followers of Jesus because we fit into the Acts story. We are a part of the Acts 
journey. And so what I want you to understand is when Luke says this is the continuation of the deeds and teachings of Jesus, in my first book, I told you about the beginning of everything Jesus did, and this is the continuation of what Jesus did after uh, after his resurrection. We should understand that when we go out there into our workplace, into our schools, and 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 live for Jesus, that we are a part of that continuing story. We are a part of that sequel movie, the, the deeds and teachings of Jesus too. We are a part of that story when we act. So it's not just the acts of the, the apostles. That's a, that's a right title for the book, but really it's the deeds and teachings of Jesus part two. And we are a part of that journey. We are a part of that story. We are written into that story because we are a part of the church that is being built and being inaugurated. So especially for those of you that are reading the New Testament, those of you that are reading the whole Bible, as you read the book of Acts, I want you to remember that the things that are recounted, the miracles that happen, the salvations, the healings that happen, the incredible stories that we are a part of that story too that it is it is expected that the deeds and teachings of Jesus continue through us in the same way that they continued through the apostles and it happens all by one thing and it's something that Luke alludes to that Jesus alludes to in in Acts chapter 1 verse 5 when he says John baptized with water but in just a few days you'll be baptized with the Holy Spirit and so when you're reading today you also wrote read Acts chapter 2 the pouring out of the spirit on the day of Pentecost just a few days after Acts chapter 1 because we're told it's 40 days in Acts chapter 1 and then it's 50 days in Acts chapter 2 penta means 50 and so how can we be a part of this incredible continuation of the story of the deeds and teachings of Jesus? Well, because he promised the Holy Spirit would come. And, and when the Holy Spirit comes, then we have power to do what Jesus has called us to do. We have power to heal. We have power to preach about forgiveness of sins. We have power to build his church, to overcome darkness in our communities and in our world. And so as we read the book of Acts, I want you to read it not just as a story of the apostles, but I want you to see it as a continuation of the story of Jesus and that you are a part of that story. You and I are a part of that journey that as the Holy Spirit comes and empowers us, we are, we can trace our lineage all the way back to that moment. We can trace our lineage all the way back to the book of Acts. That's where the church starts and we're a part of his church. And so we are really a part of the story that is still being written about the church of Jesus Christ, about the continuation of the deeds and the acts of Jesus. And there's no confusion. This is one continuous story that Jesus sends the Holy Spirit and the Holy Spirit empowers us to be his witnesses, as we find out later in Acts chapter one in Jerusalem and Judea and to the uttermost in Samaria and the uttermost parts of the earth. And so I want to just encourage you with that simple thought today that you're a part of the story of Jesus. And we connect all the way back to the beginning of the planting of the church in Acts. And Luke connects those dots for us. Luke wrote the gospel of Luke, and he also wrote the Acts of the Apostles. And he's saying, this is the deeds and teachings of Jesus, volume two. It is It is a very clear continuation, and we get to be a part of that story. And so I want to encourage you with that today. 
that if there are moments when you feel like your story's insignificant, there are moments when you feel like maybe you're not making headway in, in your job or you're not doing the things that you had dreamed you would do. I want you to remember that you are a part of a story of the church that goes back over 2000 years, that you are a part of this story that is so beautifully orchestrated beginning in the the book of Acts that continues all the way today. I don't know what chapter we're in in Acts, but we are still living out the Acts, the Acts of the Apostles and the Acts of Jesus as he works through his Holy Spirit, through his church. We're a part of that. So let's pray. Jesus, thank you. Thank you that you sent your Holy Spirit. Thank you that you built your church and thank you that we're connected to that, that that is our story. And there is no confusion about that, that we are connected to you. We are connected to the early church. We are connected to the apostles because of what you have enabled us to do, what you've empowered us to do. And so I pray that you would empower us to be your witnesses today in our workplace, in our schools, in our homes, in our neighborhoods, and around the world. We thank you for it in Jesus' name. Amen. God bless you. I hope you have a great day. I'll see you right back here tomorrow.